السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك إن الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلال وجهه وعظيم سلطانه اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك وكرِّم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها ولا يثيب إلا عليها وأحسن يرحمكم الله إن رحمة الله قريب من المحسنين All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The all-knowing, the all-wise, the most merciful We praise him and we thank him for the blessings that are seen and unseen, known and unknown and we acknowledge and confess our inability to fully praise him as he deserves. Subhanaka la nuhsithana an alayka anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Glory belongs to you entirely. We are not able to encompass your praise. You are as you have praised yourself. And alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to reach this blessed month of Ramadan the month in which the gates of paradise are opened and the gates of the hellfire are closed, shut, and the devils are chained. And this is a month, among other things, there's so much to really talk about when we talk about Ramadan, but this is a month, among other things, that we really have to assess our relationship with the Qur'an, our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And if we want to gauge where we are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we can look at our relationship with his words and his speech, the noble Qur'an. Our degree of connection and love and attachment and following the Qur'an is an indication of our state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As the scholars say, if you want to know your place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at his place in your heart. If you want to know your place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at his place in your heart. And when we look at the stories of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum wa ardahum, we see that their relationship with the Qur'an was nothing short of miraculous. Their relationship with the Qur'an was nothing short of miraculous. One of the companions, Sayyidina Usaid ibn Hudayr radiallahu anhu wa ardah, he once was standing guard on the outskirts of Medina, and as was the way of the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, those who soaked up light directly from the Messenger of Allah and learned directly and were shaped at his hands, salawatullahi wa salamu he spent his night standing guard in salah. He stood up in prayer 
And as he was in the salah, he was reciting Surah Al-Baqarah, which we uh, completed a couple nights of ago in Taraweeh, the second surah of the Qur'an, and one of these great and immense, and all of the surahs of the Qur'an are great and immense. He was reciting Surah Al-Baqarah, and his horse, which was tethered next to him, began to buck and kick and move. And Sayyidina Usaid ibn Hudayr radiallahu anhu, he saw that there was a cloud of lights that started to surround him. And the amazing thing is, even with that, these miraculous things taking place, he was not distracted from his salah. The sweetness that he experienced in reciting the Qur'an allowed him to have the steadfastness not to be distracted by that. And when he completed the salah, the next morning he mentioned the event to the Prophet and the Prophet informed him that those were the angels that came down to hear his recitation. The angels, the beings of the heavenly realm, they would come down to listen to certain people reciting the Qur'an. This is the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. And that's how the Sahaba were connected to the Qur'an. In a hadith narrated by Ibn Majah and an nasai which is authentic, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, he said, Inna lillahi ahlina minan nas. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a special people from amongst humanity. Qila ya Rasulullah, man ahlullah. They said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, who are the people of Allah? And this is a, a nisbah of tashrif. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving them that honorific title, that these are his people. Like we would say, you know, those are my people. It means that they have a special closeness. And then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ahlul Qur'ani hum ahlullahi wa khasatuh. The people of the Qur'an are the people of Allah and his most elect and his elect servants. So we should yearn to be the people of Allah. We should yearn to have this honorific title and to be included in this category of people. But the way that we do that is connecting to the Qur'an. And one of the things that's very important for people to understand when we talk about being connected to the Qur'an, it also is only in degree, it is only in proportion to the degree of our connection to the one who the Qur'an was revealed to, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa And it's impossible to fully appreciate the Qur'an and understand the Qur'an if you don't have knowledge of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa It's impossible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how many verses is he directly addressing the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? وَالضُّحَى وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَأْ مَا وَدَعَكَ رَبُّكَ by the, the, the early morning and the night when it covers, your Lord has never, has never abandoned you, has not abandoned you. So who's your Lord? It's the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. So the more we love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the more we understand his life and follow his sunnah, the greater our connection to the Qur'an will become. And the more we love the Qur'an, the more we will increase in exaltation and love of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches us in many, many ahadith about the rewards for being connected to the Qur'an and reciting the Qur'an. In one of the most well-known ahadith, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, 
He says, خَيْرُكُمْ مَنْ تَعَلَّمَ الْقُرْآنَ وَعَلَّمَهُ The best of you are those who learn the Qur'an and teach it. The best of you are those who learn the Qur'an and teach it. So it shows that having this high degree with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is connected to being someone who understands the Qur'an, who learns the Qur'an, and that takes time and dedication, and then teaches it to others. Does not allow that benefit and that nur and that those blessings only to be limited to oneself, but wants other people to swim in the ocean of the Qur'an and to taste the sweetness of the Qur'an. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam also informed us about how the Qur'an brings the heart back to life. And this month of Ramadan is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't know of any other faith community that has on a regular basis, at least once a year, a return to their holy book. The way that this ummah has with the Qur'an. That we recite it in taraweeh, we recite it in our homes, that the entire ummah becomes ignited with the love of the Qur'an in the month of Ramadan. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he told us that the heart, it gains rust just as iron rusts when exposed to water. That the state of the heart tends to change. And if it's for good, then that's beautiful. But there's no such thing as being just neutral. You're either moving forward or you're moving backwards. So the heart rusts just as iron rusts when it's exposed to water. They asked, O Messenger of Allah, what is its purifier? What polishes the heart from that rust? And he said, Sallallahu Alaihi wa Alihi wa Sallam, an abundant remembrance of death and recitation of the Quran. That when you reflect upon death, that actually brings your heart back to life because it allows you to understand your purpose for which you were created and an abundant uh, recitation of the Qur'an. How many times just hearing the Qur'an, sometimes people do not even know what the verses mean and they begin to cry. There are people who have heard the Qur'an, non-Muslims, initially non-Muslims, they heard the Qur'an and they became Muslim. They say, this is unlike anything I've ever heard. And even when they try to uh, make the claim that the Prophet was a poet and a magician and so forth, that when the people heard the Qur'an, they said, this is beautiful speech. We know dark speech. We know vile words such as sorcery and those kinds of things. And we can differentiate. And that is not like this. The Qur'an is pure, life-giving, and it polishes the heart. And it's, me it's meant to touch you at the deepest essence of your being. Because it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's words that out of His grace and mercy, He sent to us this revelation. And through the blessing of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we're able to recite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's uncreated speech. That's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam al-Haddad, he has some verses of poetry talking about the benefits of the recitation of the Qur'an. He says, وَوَاضِبْ عَلَىٰ دَرْسِ الْقُرْآنِ فَإِنَّ فِي تِلَاوَتِهِ الْإِكْسِيرُ وَالشَّرْحُ لِلصَّدْرِ Persist in learning the Qur'an. Persist in your wird of the Qur'an. Make your wird of the Qur'an sacred. Just like in the morning, we brush our teeth. We have these routines that have become, if we do not do them, we don't feel comfortable. 
We feel something's off in our day. The Quran and our salawat are even more deserving of that. Spiritually, our hearts are dead without that. Because in its recitation is the elixir and the heart's expansion. All of the problems that people have in the world today of constriction, of difficulties, of burdens, and we empathize with people, if we taste the sweetness of the Qur'an and the elixir of the Qur'an, the light, the guidance, the blessings of the Qur'an touch our hearts, it's an elixir. And it expands our hearts. Truly, it is the expansive ocean. And other books are rivers extending from its ocean. The Quran is the source of knowledge. Contemplate its meanings and recite it with awe. And you will successfully attain secrets and treasures. And be fearful when reciting its threats, hopeful when reciting its promises at the peak of joy. That when we recite the Quran, there's an adab. When we are reciting verses about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and attributes and his actions and the wonders of his creation, we should be full of awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's majesty. When we come across verses of punishment and what is in store for those who turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should be full of fear and we should ask Allah protection from that. When we come to the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and paradise and the gifts that he gives to his righteous servants, we should be full of joy and ask him for those things. We should have a living relationship with the Quran. We should have a living relationship with the Quran. And when we do, it is the elixir. And these are people who have tasted these realities generation after generation after generation. The Prophet ﷺ, he gave life to people who were known before that as the people of Jahiliyyah through the lights of guidance and through the revelation of this Qur'an. And he ﷺ, as described by his beloved wife, our mother, Sayyidah Aisha His character was the Qur'an. The Prophet ﷺ embodied everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from his servants in the Qur'an. So this is the elixir and this is what we need. And this is the opportunity that is available to us, especially in this month of Qur'an, uh, uh, the month of Ramadan. وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ وَقَوْلُهُ الْحَقُّ الْمُبِينَ وَإِذَا قُرِئَ الْقُرْآنُ فَاسْتَمِعُوا لَهُ وَأَنصِتُوا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ وقال تبارك وتعالى فإذا قرأت القرآن فاستعذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ألم يأني للذين آمنوا أن تخشع قلوبهم لذكر الله وما نزل من الحق ولا يكونوا كالذين أوتوا الكتاب من قبل فطال عليهم الأمد فقست قلوبهم وكثير منهم فاسقون
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, has the time not yet come for believers' hearts to be humbled at the remembrance of Allah, the Quran, and what has been revealed of the truth, and not be like those given the scripture before, those who were spoiled for so long that their hearts became hardened, that they were not connected to their scripture, so their hearts became hardened, and many of them are still rebellious. وَقَالَ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى اللَّهُ نَزَّلَ أَحْسَنَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابًا مُتَشَابِهًا مَّثَانِيَ تَقْشَعِرُ مِنْهُ جُلُودُ الَّذِينَ تَخْشَعِرُ مِنْهُ جُلُودُ الَّذِينَ يَخْشَوْنَ رَبَّهُمْ ثُمَّ تَلِينُ جُلُودُهُمْ وَقُلُوبُهُمْ إِلَى ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ ذَلِكَ هُدَى اللَّهِ يَهْدِي بِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَمَنْ يُضْلِلِ اللَّهُ فَمَا لَهُ مِنْ هَادٍ it is Allah who sent down the best message, a book of perfect consistency and repeated lessons, which causes the skin and hearts of those who fear their Lord to tremble. Then their skin and hearts soften at the mention of Allah. That is the guidance of Allah through which He guides whomever He wills. But whoever Allah leaves to stray will be left with no guide. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Azim. ونفعنا بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم وآجارنا من خزيه وعذابه الأليم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله حمدا يوافي نعمه ويكافئ مزيده اللهم لك الحمد حتى ترضى ولك الحمد إذا رضيت ولك الحمد بعد الرضا ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإياي بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله. So in this month of Ramadan, let us recommit ourselves to the Quran, and when we recite the Quran, let us approach Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's book with adab, that when we have the proper manners and etiquettes, and we have reverence in our hearts, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala opens doors for us that we never knew existed. So when we recite the Qur'an, we should be in a state of purity. We should face the Qibla. We should be in a place where we're less likely to be distracted by anything. And we should focus our hearts and witness ourselves sitting before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and hearing His speech directly from Him, Jalla Jalalu, full of love and full of reverence and contemplating the Qur'an, thinking about how this applies to me thinking how this applies in my life, that these words, even though the story is about the Pharaoh, it's about me. Even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about what happened to previous peoples, it can happen to me. And what is the lesson that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sending me personally so that I, my heart can come to life and I can be connected to him. And then we implement Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And when we implement Allah's book, we then become transformed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's book. And Imam al-Haddad says in the Book of Assistance, know that the Qur'an is the ocean 
where from the jewels of knowledge and the treasures of understanding are extracted. Any believer who is granted the way to understand it, his opening, his fetch, becomes permanent. His light, his nur, becomes complete. His knowledge vast, and he never tires of reading it night and day, for he has found therein his goal and purpose. And then he quotes Sidi Abu Madian al-Ghoth, who said, The seeker is not truly a seeker until he finds in the Qur'an all that he seeks. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of these people and grant us openings in the Qur'an and grant us a complete light and a permanent opening and vast knowledge and hearts that are alive in nearness to him, Jalla Jalalu. وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن أولى الناس بي يوم القيامة أكثرهم صلاة علي The Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم said The people with the most right to me on the day of resurrection are those who invoke the most blessings upon me وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير والسراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمركم بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثنى بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآية بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا المصطفى محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذي النورين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه ووليه وباب مدينة علمه إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه وعلى الحسن والحسين سيد شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة وعلى أمهما الحورى فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضا وأمهات المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أحد وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم فيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا في مقامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها يا أرحم الراحمين 
ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب Oh Allah, we ask you in this blessed month of Ramadan that you accept our fasting, Ya Arhamar Rahimin, and the fasting of the entire Ummah of your beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi Wasallam. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you assist us in the recitation of the Qur'an and in standing up at night in prayer in Salatul Taraweeh and Salatul Qiyam. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you gaze upon us a gaze of mercy. We ask you, Ya Allah, in this blessed month of Ramadan, that you look upon us with a gaze of mercy that changes us for the rest of our existence, that in nearness to you and in obedience to you, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you forgive all of our sins and you remove the stain of sins from our hearts Ya Akram al Akramin, wa Ya Arham al Rahimin. And we ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us people of the Quran, people who love your beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbi wa sallam, and that you gather us and unite us and our shuyukh and our parents and our loved ones and the entire ummah under his banner of praise, Ya Akram al Akramin. We ask you, Ya Allah, that we are of those who hear the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recite Surah Taha. We ask you on the day of resurrection, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you make us of those. And we have no understanding in reality of the joy and bliss and the reality of this experience. Only what your Prophet has told us and what he told us is the truth, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that you make us of those who hear Surah Ar-Rahman directly from you. Ya Rahman, Ya Kareem, Ya Mannan. We ask you that, Ya Allah, and you are the most generous and the most merciful. Ya Akram Al-Akrameen wa Ya Arham Ar-Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, in this blessed month of Ramadan that you bring relief and alleviation to the Ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wasallam in the East and in the West in all places and you are more aware of those in need Ya Akram Al-Akrameen we ask you Ya Allah that you restore us to the path of your Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wasallam and that you ward off all evil and harm and all those who seek to harm us and transgressors against the Ummah of your Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Alihi that you withhold them from us, Ya Akram al Akrameen, Wa Ya Arham al Rahimeen. And we ask you, Ya Allah, for each and every one of us that we die upon La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, and that you grant us a complete Husnul Khatima, and that you make our graves gardens from the gardens of paradise, and that you allow us to be resurrected fi Zumrati Habibika Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the group with your beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Arham al Rahimeen. يا أرحم الراحمين يا أرحم الراحمين عباد الله إن الله أمر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر